right. This week's Adding Perspective with Josh. I'm Josh. Coach Energy. Aphrodite. I am Black Egypt, the greatest. <laughs> <laughs> so this week we're going to so we jump into it. We're going to talk about expectations. We're going to talk about expectations and how that looks from a relationship standpoint. So when we talk about expectations, is it, is it a good and or bad thing to have expectations for the person that you're with, right? Like to have these preconceived expectations. Uh, so a lot of times when you think about like expectations and what you expect from somebody else, it's like, if I give this person um, this task, or if I give this person this thing that I want them to do, they do it. If it does not turn out the way that I would like it to be, um, do I get mad, right? Because I did give it to them, but I expected it to look a certain way, (laughs) right? So with that example being said, right, like do you think that it's a good thing or a bad thing to have expectations? in a relationship. With that specific example, then unless you told the person the specifics of how to do what to do, then yeah, if they didn't do it the way that you expected it, then you can't get mad. It wouldn't be, I mean, of course you can, but it wouldn't be (laughs) wise to get mad at them because you gave them the project, the task to handle, and they have their own way of thinking about how to do it, how to execute. And it may not be the same way that, you know, you would have done it. And so unless you told them, this is exactly how I want you to do it in order to accomplish it this way, in order to get this outcome, then you have to do A, B, C, D in this particular order. And then the results will be whatever you expected. Otherwise, if you didn't give someone like the bullet point of exactly how to do it, then, you know, it may not come out the way that, you know, you may have expected it. Um, So being mad about it, nah, that wouldn't be right, in my opinion. Huh. 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 Hey. The only reason why I say a hug, because I know there's a few people that would be like, okay, this it turned out this way. I'm mad, okay? I'm mad about this. <laughs> well, yeah, there would be. But you asked, you know, would it be, you know, yeah, right? Or, I get you know, it. so yeah, people will get mad, but they shouldn't. <laughs> well, you also gotta think that would be their initial first response, right? Like, what is this? Like, or whatever, because you know, and there is in their expectation, even though they didn't stress what their expectation was, that's how it turned out. You, you know how they wanted it, then that's how it turned out. So they first initial response is what? Like, why would you do that? Because I have done it before. But also I had to check myself and say, after that, you didn't give expect you didn't give a specific detail. You didn't give them a plan. So I can't be mad. And it's a lesson learned. You have to learn in that lesson. Like, if you want something did on a certain task with certain things, then you have to give a plan. You have to give a blueprint. Otherwise, don't be mad if they do it the way they want to do it. Exactly. Yeah. What you think, Blackie? What you think? Expectation. Um, 
expectations. Is it is it right to have expectations? Yeah, like do you, you think that it's it's fair to have preconceived expectations for somebody for for some for someone in a relationship, right? Um. So my answer is yes and no. Okay. Okay. Yes and no. What you got? Um. So I think you there's like realistic expectations, <laughs> and then there's like your you know off the wall expectations, right? So for example, like. An expectation to show affection—that's that's you know that's general, right? Mm-hmm. To show love, to show that you care. Um, then you have expectations like um, uh, I want you to have the same dream I have, or have the same wants I want, right? Or um, some people do that, right? Yeah. It, but that's not realistic. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, <laughs> So I just think that you have to decipher, you know, your ex- your own individual expectations for someone because they have to be realistic to be met, right? And also know that, you know, I, I don't think it's necessarily interchangeable, but also, uh, to, you know, putting next to standards also. So, um, yeah, I give so, you that for right now. So, so what you're saying is, if you give someone um, a project. They do the project. It does not turn out the way that you would like it to turn out. You're not going to be mad. I don't. I mean, no, I'm not. I mean, it, it just depends. I mean, I don't think I'm the right person to ask as far as that because I'm probably I'm like, okay, I'll figure it out, right? <laughs> but, uh, yeah. but what I'm saying is like the expectation for someone to be perfect, right? Yeah, I mean it, that's not going to happen, and I, and I think some some may may you know want that expectation or they want that person to be their source of happiness. That's just not going to happen. You have to. That's what I mean by yes and no. I mean certain small expectations, like you know, if I give you something and expect you to finish it, then yeah, I expect you to finish it. But I mean, I mean, that's all you know. Just certain yeah. things like that that makes any type of sense does it no, I, don't, I don't know i mean no it, well, it, 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 it go ahead well josh you gave him two you those are two different scenarios yes, though, josh. You, you didn't give those are not the same question. scenario hey. the, the same the first question you um you the scenario you gave was you give somebody an assignment but you didn't give them the plan and then you got upset because they did not um they did not present it the way you expected them to. So mm-hmm. that's one thing. It's another thing to when you presented a conversation by being in a relationship and expectations. And that's why, you know, <clears throat> Black Energy answered it the way I mean, why I call you Black Energy? I don't know hey, why. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's why Black Egypt. Let me get that thing right. We gotta call him like he is, baby. That's why Black Egypt answered the way he answered, which is I, I, you know, I agree with him about yes and no with expectations. But even within your expectations of that person that you're dealing with, you have to express them. You cannot expect for a person to automatically know what your expectations are, then get mad at them because, oh my God, you was expecting one thing, but they did another. Like you, it that applies to a relationship too. If you're expecting, because some people are not um, 
organically affectionate, right? So some people are not organically affectionate, but you need to express that I have to have that affection for whatever, you know, that feeling might be. So they can know that because everybody is not organically affectionate towards everybody. Yeah. True. Now you're, now you're right. Now you're right about that. But it, I think in certain situations, um, you know, especially from a life and indoor relationship standpoint, sometimes the expectations that you may have for certain people, they don't even know you have these expectations, right? Like they don't even know that these expectations are being put on them. Right. So that's why you have to communicate. That's why I said that it has to be communicated. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. But have you ever have you ever considered that sometimes uh, even outside of, you know, a relationship format, sometimes I guess people have expectations or certain expectations for the people from for the people around them, you know, and like can be family, friends, you know people that you associate with and stuff like that. And these people, again, they don't know that you got these expectations with these people either. So would you say that you have to communicate, you have to tell them, hey, this is what I expect from you too, or is that just a separate conversation? It's a separate conversation, but you still, if it's a relationship, period, and in order for your feelings not to be hurt, because I'm telling you, what happens is because they didn't do what you expected them to do, your feelings hurt. Am I correct? Mm-hmm. Your feelings get hurt. You somewhere sad, mad, looking crazy because they didn't do some something you didn't it's something you expected them to do, correct? So, but they didn't even know. So, therefore, it's a conversation you have to have them. I had that conversation now because I had to learn my lesson. Like this is what I expect out of you, or just don't have any expectations. I just don't have any. That's true. But that's kind of hard, though, don't you think, um, Black Egypt? I think it's hard, but, I mean, you know, it'll kind of help you control your own uh, emotions, too. It's like, all right. You know, there again, that's what I was saying about standards and expectations. I know it's kind of different. The standard is, like, you know, initially, before you get into that situation, right, you're trying to figure out who this person is and your particular standards. But I think there's, like, general, just general... Um, what I was saying, general uh, expectations, like affection, right? Like, you know, like love, you know, these are just general, but when you're asking something of someone as far as an expectation, as in, like like Josh put it, like an assignment, that's just different, you know? It's just, I don't know. For me, it's yes and no, but uh, communication, as what you said, um, will definitely help. But I don't know, expectation is a tough, uh, it's a tough uh, subject. It That's is. I think. It, it, it's just, I mean, even if you have the conversation, <laughs> it still can be a little tough. Right. Oh, yeah, that's what I was going to go with. That. That's yeah. true. <laughs> like, like you, even if you have the conversation, what happens when you have the conversation about what you expect and the person can't meet it? They can't meet that, whatever that, even if this expectation is a realistic expectation, they can't meet it, right? They're, they're, they're just not physically able to do it. Then what? Right? So I'm not, like, I'm saying if you're dealing with a person and you have dealt with them for a minute, you should know and understand what they can meet. Like, <laughs> 
I guess maybe because I'm a people person. I'm, I I, I kind of really study people. So it's, it might be a different, but mm, unless you're not really paying attention, you pretty much know if they can meet the expectation or not. And if they really tried or they just didn't care. That's why I think it is only because, you know, I think that's what I think it is. But it might, it's different for everybody. And I think different expectations is on different people. Like it's an individual conversation for each relationship. Are you getting married? Do you know someone that is? Are you wondering if you and your partner are ready to take that next step in your life, in your relationship? Do you want to strengthen the foundation of your relationship moving into marriage? If you do, day one, the premarital program is here to help you. So if you want to kind of learn those tips, those tools, those strategies to prepare yourself for that next chapter in your life and your relationship, then give day one, the premarital program a try. So within this program, you are going to get those tips, those tools, those strategies. You're also going to get that guidance to help you prepare as much as possible for that next chapter. The thing about preparing for that next chapter is that there's no way to be 100% ready for that next step in your life. But you do want to be as prepared as possible before you get there. So that's where the day one premarital program comes into play. So if you're ready to prepare and, and start really growing towards that next chapter in your life, in your relationship, give day one, the premarital program, a try. Click the link below and get started today. That's the day one premarital program. And let's get started today. Yeah, it is. What you what you think, Miss Energy? What you think? Yeah, yeah. What you think, Coach Energy? You're the yeah. coach out here. Yeah. Let's what you, what you teach think? us something. Thank you. Yeah. Let's go. Let's talk about why, it. Why, hmm. why are minds want to know? <laughs> uh, so for me, for myself, it's all about having realistic expectations about the expectations that I have for other people. Okay. And that's how I manage myself. That's how I manage my responses, my reactions. You know, if someone doesn't do something the way that I expected them to, I manage my feelings about it. Instead of getting mad or getting upset or getting angry, I then check myself and say, okay, what, you know, did I have realistic ex expectations about the expectations that I have for that person or for this project? Um, so that's, pretty much what I do. I check myself on a daily basis with everything that I go through, every single decision, whatever the case is. Um, and then also to kind of answer your question, Josh, about, you know, well, what happens if a person can't meet, just simply cannot meet it, then that's when the individual has to decide, well, how important is it? You know, where on that scale of value uh, is that particular expectation you know, where does it lie? What, you know, what level is it something that's like, okay, fine. You know, I can, I can kind of deal with what they can do. I can deal with what level they can uh, achieve. 
versus now this is something that I really need because of the expectations that I have going into the situation, going into this project or going into this relationship, then there are just certain expectations that I do not, you know, I, I don't want to have to compromise on. Um, so it just depends, just like Aphrodite was saying, uh, it does depend on every person. And then it also depends on that thing. If a person can or cannot meet it, how important is it to the other person? Yeah, I think that once people discover that, you know, that person, I mean, from a relationship standpoint, can't meet that expectation, um, then you have to figure out what do you do, okay? Right? Because I think that, um, Energy, you brought up a valid point when you were talking about, um, like, um, taking that self-analysis every day, right? Like, looking into yourself, figuring out, you know, what is your next step, right? So how do you, that's the thing. How do you get to that point as a person once you figure out that obviously that expectation can't be met? And another question would be, even within that, Josh, another question would be, where at that, if at that moment, you ain't really got that, like that second to really check yourself, like, you know how sometimes we might have a little safe space to go check ourselves or it's just a pivotal moment, like right then. And it's like there, like, what do you do? Because of course, you know, energy is taken into perspective. I'm going to control myself. I'm going to control how I react. I'm going to control what I'm going to say to this person, even though it probably have bothered bothered her. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But like at that pivotal moment, like, them actions, them reactions, like mm-hmm. people need to know how them reactions, how to control those reactions at that pivotal moment, at that moment. Absolutely. Yeah. And that comes in time with, so the way that I do it, it, it comes with time. Like I had to get to that point. Um, but a, a great way of doing it is for me, what helps is thinking of all of the different possibilities of outcomes. So therefore, it's no longer a shock. It's no longer a surprise because I've already at least thought about it. The initial thought of, okay, it can either go way left or go way right and anything in between. So then wherever they fall based on the, the their, um, uh, based off of whatever their results were, then I'm not surprised. And then also with thinking in advance about all these other uh, possible outcomes, I've also thought about how will I react? How will it make me feel if this happens over here or if this happens over here? So therefore I can kind of go ahead and, you know, go through those thoughts and, you know, get myself prepared. I don't know if that helps. I don't know if that, if that makes sense, but it's me pre- pre-thinking of the possible outcomes. And then once whatever outcome happens, it's not a surprise to me. So therefore I'm not caught off guard. And in that pivotal moment, it's not just me reacting. It's me. Okay. I thought about this. I already figured out how it was going to respond. Here's my response. Yeah. I mean, that's one way of doing it. It sounds very um, structured. So how long does having patience last? <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting on somebody say. <laughs> I'm with you. I am with you. 
that's the question, right? Like, how long should you be patient, right? I mean, but but where's the patience in there? Because because if you're pre-thinking about it, you've already thought about your response. If it's something that you can deal with, if it's something that you can't, and you've already thought about, okay, if they do the thing that I can't deal with, then this is what I'm going to do. If they do the thing that I can deal with, then this is what I'm going to do. So it's like, it's, it's like you're having like that, that study guide to a test that a teacher is going to give you the next day. It's just being prepared. It That's, but is it is it is it is it that binary though? You know what I mean? Is it, it that be. black and white? You know? It can be because I my motto in life is to keep it simple, keep it black and white. Those two words, black and white, if I show you on my uh whiteboard, it literally says keep it black and white. Because life can be that simple, we as human beings tend to overcomplicate situations. If we break it down or boil it down to its barest minimum and, and take it back to the beginning and go to the, the original form, the root form, then we start working backwards from there. If we do that backwards analysis type of work, then it becomes second nature. And then issues or whatever, you know, you, you already know what you're going to do because that's also going to be a process of you learning yourself and you learning, you know, well, what triggers do I have? What things, you know, can I put up with? What things can I not put up with? So you learn yourself in that process and then you learn patience in that process. And then you also learn uh, uh, healthy responses in that process as well. Again, it takes time. Um, it's something, it's work that I had to do for when I went through my own personal development journey years ago. And it's something that I have to keep up with every day, like renewing that, that mindset every single day. Um, because otherwise if I don't, I'll just be reactive. Like, you know, I may so, have used to be in the past. So, so, so what's the end result if they just don't follow the expectations that you have set forth, right? You know, if they're, you know, it's like, a, it's like, you know, you know, I'm just just trying to figure it out. Cause, I mean, so the end result is whatever you want, what you need. You know, what what do you need from that person? What do you need from that project? What did you need from that task that you gave them? So you have to be the one to decide that. And then you have to make that decision because the only thing that you can control is yourself. You can't control the other person. They They did a performance. They gave you the results. Now it's up to you to make the decision. A fire yeah. there you go. Uh, and I mean, that, that's, 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 that's easy. That's easier said than done in a relationship. Like you can walk up to you fire. Get that's out. what I'm saying. That's, that's, that's like, what, get out of here. That, that's, that's what I'm like, saying. Like, that's what I'm saying. You know, like, uh, that's bed, that's you know, get out. That, that's that's basically what I'm saying. You know, you can't just fire your your <laughs> you know your, your the person you're with. So at that point, do you continually have that conversation? And if that person still doesn't, you know, meet those expectations, when do you decide? Okay, all right, it's about that time to cut this off. That's that's what I meant when I when I was asking how long does that patience last. Um, but if you're so binary, where you're like yes or no, then one mess up, it's like you're done. That's what I was trying to understand. That's what I was trying to Got get it. to understand. You know. So understand that with what I was describing is is not binary in that sense. It's not like Okay, you messed up. Oh, well, because remember, I said the expectations that I have on a person. Is it something that I can kind of deal with or is it something I'm like, okay, that thing I can't deal with that. You know, there are a lot of there's a whole spectrum of things that aren't just, uh, okay, you screwed it up. So, you you know, get by. 
even if they screwed it up based off of my expectations, there's still work that can be done. There's still um, time that can be put into, you know, maybe showing them a different way, showing them um, an alternative way or me just saying, well, you know what? Fine. That's how they did it. I'm satisfied with it. As long as it's done, I don't care because that's part of that 80-20, you know, the 80% of the stuff that you really care about versus the 20% that you don't. So, um, yeah. yeah. I mean, honestly, to me, with that particular line of question that we were just talking about, I'll be quite honest with you, the majority of the people, um, logic is not going to be in the equation. Like, it's really not. It's just going to be a response, especially when it comes to that kind of stuff. And to answer your question, um, like, he just, like, honestly, like, your patience wears thin when your mental space wears thin, right? Mm-hmm. Like, when you start yeah. being affected in a way where you can't function daily, like, you can't work, you can't <laughs> sleep, like, like, like you, you're tired all the time, you're stressed and stuff like that by this one situation, then that's when change has to come after that. Because, like I said, you at a point where your body is telling you that, hey, you need to do something. Like, you need to change something about this situation or your life because, like I said, it's not healthy for you. It's not good for you. Right? To me, I think that that's when you start figuring out that you need to change something. I mean. Great perspectives, good sir. But, you know, again, that everybody's particular situation, especially from a relationship standpoint, is different. And therefore, the stages in the relationship is different. And for me, I'm a big, um, I guess, um, proponent or whatever for mental health. So that means that if you have the option of seeking, like, help with your relationship, do it. (laughs) Like, Like, don't wait. Do it. Like, do it as soon as you possibly can, especially if you think that this relationship is valuable to you because if you look at it once you go down that road and make that investment it has to be of some value to you um, yeah. but when it comes to like the expectations thing we were talking about it and i was thinking about some of the stuff that you guys are saying i was like man like sometimes i guess when you remove the expectations from the equation um it almost feels like you're lowering lowering the standard for that person Right. Like, you know, that if you give them this task or if you give them something to do or if you expect something from them and they only give you, you know, 50 to 60 percent of what you had expected. Does that mean that you just lower your standard? Right. Like you lower your standards for that for that person. And I will never. (laughs) (laughs) But never expectations like. With some expectations, the expectation itself can be, you know, I'll accept whatever this person's best is in these areas or these categories to where if they don't, if they don't, well, that as long as they whatever, then that's enough to where it's not just a, okay, well, you may not have. If you're looking to get into the podcasting game, right now is the best time to start. Buzzsprout gives you the tools, the resources, 
to be successful in podcasting. Buzzsprout is hands down the easiest and best way to launch, promote, and track your podcast. Your podcast can be online and listed on all the major podcasting directories like Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasting, and more within minutes after finishing your recording. Join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprouts to promote their podcasting journey. So if you're looking to get into the podcasting space and get into the podcasting journey and get your message out to the world, click the link below and start your journey today with Buzzsprout, the easiest and best way to start your podcasting journey. Buzzsprout. Click the link below to start your journey today. Froze up on me. Okay, she froze up. Yeah, I think I think she went underwater. It's, it's okay. Okay, I'm not sure what she. I'm not sure exactly what she was landing with that. But like, like her, her her plane is still in the sky. <laughs> um, so. Like, like I was there, right? Like the the expectations thing is like it's a very interesting category because, like I said, there's so many things that you can expect from one person in a relationship. Like it's so many things, and if you don't talk about like at least half of these things, um, you're gonna be like disappointed, like you are. Um, and you know what's so funny about that is, is that people always want to talk about, um, you know how certain things happen in relationships and stuff like that, and even dating, but people don't talk about mm-hmm. most of this stuff. Like, people don't talk True. about it. I don't think this is the initial thought, you know what I mean? I don't think it's like, hey, these are certain expectations. Because, again, we normally have expectations of affection, challenges, growth, right? These are normal. But those expectations in particular, it's, it's just, it's a, it's a, you know, it's different. It's a different type of conversation. So. Well, what I found out, even when you say growth and all that, sometimes it's not normal to people. <laughs> I'm not being funny. I'm really serious. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. it's really not normal to them. You're right. So you're, you're right. You're right. You're right. You really have to put it all out there because it's really not normal to them. To certain people, point. it's just dying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's kind of why that's kind of what I was saying is your your initial reaction to certain things is your initial reaction and you know how you're gonna react when it happens. Like you know it. Like you know that if this goes this way, I'm going to respond this way. Like that's the thing. Like you already know it. So to me, it's kind of different when if you are a high performing person, for instance, like if you are a go-getter, you know you one of those people, boom, 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 you like to get your stuff done. And then you assign something to someone where you are, you know, that this person is not like you. You know, this person is not gonna, you know, execute the way that you execute. My thing about that is, if you know that person is not gonna respond, like execute like you, why do you? Why do people react like that? Right? Like you, people are like upset when the person don't execute right, like the way that they well, like. Go ahead. But what do you do? Well, why would you give like, it to them? Yeah, well, well, not even it's, that. Like it's so, delegation, but you can't, you can't, dele- you can't do everything. But well, 
What about but just you not knew getting this. upset? So why, say, why give yourself what? that stress? I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Black. No problem. No problem. No problem. No problem. I think so. Not even that, right? Not even like, why should I give it to you? Like, maybe you're trying to give it to the person to kind of like use the psychology to push them, right? And you shouldn't get upset. You should just say, you know, hey, this is how they responded. Maybe I should try something else. For example, you know, if I have a certain drive where I read like 10 books a month, right? And this person just every day, sleep, work, go home, right? And I say, hey, you know, let's try, let's try something. Read this book with me. Let's read the chapter five, right? And let's, let's talk about it at, at the end of the day, see what we learn. And they read the chapter four or chapter three, right? Okay, like you can kind of, it's just certain different scenarios, right? Where you are trying to push them and trying to, you, know, you can't teach drive. I mean, but you right. can kind of, kind of use them in a way where it's like, they see their own reflection. So oh, that's yeah. where the that's where the patience comes in, right? Yeah. You know. <laughs> like, you know. That's the part you were talking about, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, and some people just don't have that drive. They say they say they want to start a business every day. And it's like, well, okay, it's it's six months from now. How far have you gotten on your idea? And I'm like, uh I, I think I got a name. Like, what? <laughs> you know, it's like <laughs> it's like you know because everybody has a different starting point and right so you you may be the seed right to help them grow so it it's just so many different scenarios i mean it, again it's just you know there's no right or wrong it's just individually based yeah no i think i think i think you're right too right like i think that you know depending on your particular situation depending on uh, what's being asked? What's being assigned? Is it realistic? Is it not realistic? It's a bunch of variables, right? Like it's it's a whole bunch of things. I think the the most important part of that particular question is the the, the response, right? Mm-hmm. Because I think that to a point, the expectation thing or what you may expect from others, I think it's a pre preconditioned thing, right? Like I think that to a certain degree, everybody has this thought about what they might like from other people, right? And they may not label it as expectations, but what they might like from other people or what they want other people to do, right? But I think that a lot of times when we do that, we ultimately, I guess what um, some of you guys were saying earlier, like you ultimately disappoint yourself sometimes because you know what you like, you know what you don't like. But when you hand these things off and you don't get your result, their response, is ours like that's our response but what so what so what's the conclusion like you okay so with the conclusion of that you're never gonna not um want okay depending on the person right like you never you're never not gonna if so say for instance if this was someone that you're with or someone um that's closest to you you're never not gonna want the best for that person right like you're never not gonna want that person to be better so you always initially gonna want to hand them off something right like you're always gonna want to you know mm-hmm. expect something from them so even with that you only controlling your response at that point but if this is somebody like co-worker or family or friends or whatever your response obviously is going to be different like it is 
that's human nature. It is going to be different. So what do you do if someone has a, a drive and this is a person doesn't have that same drive? Like, how do you, you know, coexist? Or so for me, I revert back to, uh, you know, management, you know, try to f- try to focus on the strengths rather than the weaknesses. Yeah, but you, you, you know boil, I mean? you, yeah, you boiling it down to just being like analytical about the situation. Well, I have to be. And removing your feelings from it. Mm-hmm. I think you should sometimes. But then you stop seeing the human part of it because we are human. Like you can be analytical about a situation because, it's, okay, look at it. Look at it, what I'm saying about analytical. So analytical is here. Expressive mm-hmm. is here. So mm-hmm. basically, if you're going to think about analytical side of it, you're not going to you're not going to be able to sympathize, right? Like you're not going to be able to offer empathy if you're just strictly analytical about it. Uh, not necessarily. No. I don't think that's true. I agree. I think I hey, you can do both. You can be both. You, you can, can be both. Cause you, I, you, I, I you do can be analytical and, analytical and expressive at the same time. I do it consistently. It's, I got some people, I just do, I have no expectations of them whatsoever, but I'm still sympathetic with them when it comes down so I can have a little sympathy and all that. But I just, I think I know my, how about it? I think because I know my boundaries. Like, don't, that's my boundaries. How about that? Maybe it's boundaries. How about it? I don't want you to say, oh, after that, you're getting it messed up. Might just be no, boundaries. No, no. It's nothing wrong with that. I just think that that's the thing, right? So when you talk about being analytical and being expressive, being expressive and you saying that you can show empathy and compassion means that you can show empathy in all ways. So that means that you're showing empathy, but your body language, your facial expressions, all of this stuff is matching the empathy that you're showing. Because you can be empathetic all day long in words, but a lot of people get that mixed up because they they face, it says a lot. Right? right. Like, that, a that, talent. That, talent. <laughs> you know very, very talented. It's very much a talent. Okay. Okay? Yeah. I'm bro. trying to learn that. Can you teach that class? Can somebody teach me that? <laughs> you gotta be very talented. But that, I think that's... Uh, that's a leadership quality, though. You know, it's, 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 uh, it's, it's, it's a difficult thing to do, but you could do it. Yeah, I, I've done it. <laughs> but it's yeah. hard. It's hard. It's just, it's just remember to be genuine, right? Focus on the intention. Be genuine. Focus on the intention and, 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 and try your best. Yeah. Uh, so that's how you do the face. Well, all I'm, of I'm learning to tonight. So tonight is I'm gonna focus on the. Tell me one more time, because so I'm I'm gonna try this. This is going on my to do list. Like this is going at the top. I'm gonna try this as of tomorrow. So tell me again what, about the face. Uh, uh, the, the this is level one. I think you may need like level five. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, the people need to know your perspective on how to. Do face. I'm telling you, you're gonna do a lot of mirror work. Okay, you got to get in front of that mirror. You got mm-hmm. to ask yourself some questions that normally your face will respond to. Okay, mm-hmm. so that means that you're gonna have to control control this, right? Like control <laughs> this. Now you might need a partner for this, right? But that means that they might have to read the questions to you, right? And then you have to look at your response on your face. Okay, like I'm just saying. It takes hey, you gonna have to know how you look when certain respond like when certain things are asked to you, you have mm-hmm. to know how how you respond to it. 
but you're not going to know it by just simply just talking like this. Like you have to look at yourself while answering the question. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Therefore, yeah. you can know how to meter this, like the response part of it. So the perspective out of this face thing is you need to be someone in a mirror or having somebody else. To meet or me, I need because this for this for y'all know this for me too, right? Hey. So I'm a, I'm a whoever ever watching this, y'all know y'all ain't in this by yourself. I got y'all. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm just telling you, like if, if you're a very expressive person and you tend to speak with, like you know how some people speak with their hands, like mm-hmm. they talk with their hands and stuff like that, or they mm-hmm. like to they like to touch people when they talk and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> Like some people do that. Like they they very animated. And that's okay. It's nothing wrong with that at all. But you just have to consider that if your mouth is closed, all of this is still talking. Like your hands, your body, <laughs> <laughs> like all of this is still talking. It is saying a lot about you. Like it is. So it's like you have to be very cognitively aware of all of you, like all of this, right? Mm. And the only reason why I can say that is that I'm a very animated speaker. Like I am, I am very animated. So, you know, like even, even some of my clients, like my couples, my individuals, they know, like when they say something to me, they know by faith, they know exactly when to say, hey, okay, you're right. Okay, I know what you said, right? Like I can see your face right now. <laughs> but that's the thing, like, we all have to know ourselves. I even know that about myself. So it's like we all have to get to that point where you do have to take, like Energy was saying, self-actualization. Like really just focusing on who you are so that, you know, you can grow and be, um, just continue to be better. Ooh, I, mean, I got some homework to do. Got <laughs> Understood. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think we haven't. An expectation for you to meet that goal, but um. <laughs> so you all may not. But in all honesty, y'all play. should see my face in some on um, some zooms, and y'all should see my face in some <laughs> meetings. I'd be like, hmm. <laughs> yeah. So no, <laughs> people need to know because people don't know. Like you know, if it's if my coworker sometimes. or my team don't call my face out, then I wouldn't even like it. Wouldn't even I wouldn't even know I'm looking like that. It's natural. I say just be you. If it if it, <laughs> it works for you, <laughs> just be an artist. Because I know people like that. I just I think it's funny. I just like okay. <laughs> <laughs> just be you. Just don't even worry about it. Hey, you, you okay? <laughs> you, you're right, but like I said, I did. I can tell you how. You know. From a relationship standpoint, that that is not always the greatest thing. It's not okay. It's not like my facial expression get me in trouble all the time. So, like I'm saying, like it's not the best thing sometimes, especially if you're in a committed situation to to talk with this stuff sometimes because it can lead to like other <laughs> other small issues. Like it can. So that's why it's important for you to kind of know how to navigate, like how to navigate. But sometimes it can be very misleading because not all because your face or your body language is always what you're thinking. Well, that, sometimes when people think I'm thinking certain stuff, I be 
I'm not thinking that. And I'm like, what? And then in your face, in my face might have said it, but I might be on some, I probably on something that I don't even know what they be talking about half of the time. Like sometimes it's just like that. So sometimes it can be very misleading too. Sometimes yeah. it, it shows you that stop reading into stuff. Um, my thing is just ask. You, yeah. you want to know what I'm thinking? Ask me. Now, you do if you want the answer, that's going to be the other question. You want the truth? Or you want me to lie to you so your feelings won't be hurt? So, yeah. You know, I was saying, you're so funny. You know, something, something, the something I was actually going to talk about like yesterday was uh, do people like to hear um, a uh, pretty lie or the ugly truth? They like pretty lies. That's just been my my um, experience. <laughs> I don't know. I know I know that's random, but I was just thinking about that yesterday. Like I was just thinking about that yesterday. Like, wh- which version of that do people like to hear? Like, that's a that's a good question. That's gonna be a good perspective conversation. It is, it is. okay. <laughs> um, so, Miss Energy down here. I know. I know we. You know. I know we left you off. You know. The weather every time. Every time. Back, stuff like that. <laughs> so, I'm not sure if you want to finish your point. I don't even remember what I was saying. I'll just okay. kind of jump in where. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Black <laughs> Egypt, like <laughs> to help. So there's just a few things that, you know, us as individuals that we have to have like down within ourselves. We have to have it already resolved within ourselves Um in order to answer, you know, the question that you had, which is a very valid question, like, okay, but what if, like, what's the next step? What's the conclusion? You know, what do you do in that situation when, you know, the expectation isn't being met? And the first and foremost thing, um, Josh hit on it as well, is self, like, you just have to know you first. Like, you have to know yourself inside and out. You have to know what you can accept what you won't accept. You have to know to what level you can accept these things and to what level you are willing to not accept these things. That goes back also to one of our earlier episodes. Um, For anyone who's watching, be sure to look at all the previous episodes as well. When we were talking about non-negotiables, when you're in a relationship, having your non-negotiables already predetermined will also help whenever you're in that situation with someone, with a partner. And as you're kind of going through this Uh, process of dating them and getting to know them and seeing if it's going to go further, if they're not meeting your expectations, are those expectations within your non-negotiables or is that expectation that they did not meet outside of your non-negotiable where you're willing to give a little bit, where you're willing to compromise or where it's not, where you're like, okay, that's not that important to me. So knowing yourself, knowing what your non-negotiables are, is one of the biggest first steps that you can take in order to really uh, go through this phase that we were describing or that we've talked about today and, and knowing how to react, what to do in certain situations whenever uh, someone else is not meeting your expectation. Also, how to build your patience because knowing your non-negotiables, those things that are most valuable to you, if it's valuable to you, then you'll know where your patience level lies. If it's something that's not valuable to you, then you know that you're going to have way more patience for that thing. And that's also going to help you when you're in the moment, the way that Aphrodite was describing about when you're in the moment, you know, what do you do when you have that one second to respond or to react? 
So you have to do the self work first before anything else, because otherwise you're just going to kind of, you're going to be in a situation where you're figuring out, figuring it out as you go. And that's where it gets more emotional, or that's where it gets more rocky, or that's where it gets more frustrating because the pre-work was not done prior. So hopefully, hopefully that helps. Oh yeah, that makes sense. It makes sense. So let me ask you this. So what happens when if it's a new thing that has been done and you realize that's a non-negotiable for you. Then if that's- like you have your valuable non-negotiables, right? You might have your list, but this is something new. Mm-hmm. Then, so you're, we're always constantly learning and growing and, and learning ourselves. We change, you know, with every right. decade, we are new people. So non-negotiables will change and that happens. And so, if it's a new thing that you're like, whoa, this wasn't an issue for me before, but this is something now that I realize is way more important than what I thought it was, then right. that's when you go through that work. Sometimes you may have to pull yourself away. Sometimes you may have to take you know, some of that self-care time, um, go into solitude for a little bit and say, okay, how important is this to me? Okay, now what do I need to do from here? Still, you know yourself enough to know that, okay, I'm seeing a change within myself. I'm seeing a change within my mindset. I'm seeing a change within my expectations or my goals, my values, my dreams. And so you have to adjust accordingly. And so if your partner did something new and it's new because you didn't know about it being so important to you, which means you did not set the proper expectation for them, then the proper thing to do, in my opinion, is to be patient with them discuss with them, hey, that thing you did, yeah, it didn't sit well with me. And you want to communicate with them about what's going on. So therefore, they now are aware of it. And hopefully they won't do it again. And then now you can, you know, start solidifying it as now a new non-negotiable or something that's now valuable to you. Good. That's a good answer. Mm -hmm. I like that. It seems like a lot of work. It seems like relationships is a lot, a lot of work. That's what I got from all of that. <laughs> no, you do the pre-work. The work is for you. The work is on yourself. Oh the relationship it is secondary. The work is self-work first. That's the hardest part. If you can that's, get yourself down, you're good. That's tough. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Look, now yeah. you gotta have a positive outlook too. Uh, yeah, okay. No, I'm discouraged. Okay, I am demoralized. Thank this you. Guy, this guy, man, it's tough right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Golly, <laughs> I wiped the sweat off her face. Yeah, seems like a lot of effort. Seems like a lot of effort, don't it? <laughs> Full time job. Yeah, <laughs> I got too much going on for all that. Wait a minute. Oh, <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, we should do that versus being single. Uh, <laughs> single for 200, please. No, uh, I just want <laughs> Oh my gosh. But that's where see that right there tells you what uh, where you know where your values lie. And right. For some does. people, relationships are very valuable. For other people, it's like, yeah, I ain't trying to do all that. I'm good. And that's okay. Yeah, I mean, that's why they. That's why they. That's, that's why. That's why they. That's, that's why they created Tinder. There you uh, go. I mean, what? 
That's the Jeffrey question. Demetrius. How much patience will you have? This is a tough game. <laughs> just saying, you know, yeah. that's that's plenty of getting to know people websites out there. Nah, I mean, it's, it's just a lot of work. It's a lot of work. I mean, I mean, it's, it's a lot of work. <laughs> it's not the. It's it's not that. I mean, because it is. It's getting to know someone takes time. Then you have the expectation, not negotiable. It's like how many. Failed relationships that you have to have, you know, like it's it's, it's tough, man. It's, it's I mean, it's you said it yourself. Relationship, relationship yeah. is a two way street. Like it's not single. Like there's no way that one person can hold a relationship. It's it's not feasible. Like it's not. That's if you don't have if you don't have two people that are equally committed to making a relationship work. I mean, it's not gonna work. You just punch. You just punching a bag. <laughs> you like you just punching it like this. You just punch it. It's not gonna work, right? It's not. I mean, relationships. I mean, you know, relationships in itself, depending on who you with. I mean, typically are not that difficult. Like it's not. But the thing that makes relationships difficult is, I think that excuse where people say that you know I'm not a great communicator. Like I hate that. Like I hate when people say, "Hey, I'm not a great communicator." Or I don't like to talk about my feelings. Uh, all <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, why do you hate it so much? Because like, they don't. Some people like, honestly don't like talking about their feelings. I understand so. it, but what? It, why be in a relationship then, right? Because right. a relationship is feelings. It yes. is emotion. It Connecting. is yeah. It is caring. Like it's all of that rolled up into a nice little ball. <laughs> like all of that. So, so do you think? People start off saying down, like talking about their feelings, or that happens throughout the relationship when things happen. No, I think that throughout time, uh, depending on which type of relationships people have been in, certain patterns and routines have been built up. Depending on yeah. who the people, depending on who they've been with, right? So right. a lot of people, with, how they grow up. Okay, but think about it though. A lot of times, people. Um, some individuals fold within themselves because of certain things that happen. Yeah, you, yeah, you're right. Like throughout their life, right? So as they get into relationships and they experience some of these same particular issues, their defense mechanism is to shut down and to not right. talk about certain things and not talk right. about certain feelings because um, certain people feel like they're not going to be understood. Like they're not, gonna, right. they're not being heard. Right. But. And a lot of times from a relationship standpoint, that's detrimental because that's only causing a bigger hole in your relationship and furthering the connection between you and your partner. I'm giving out a lot of gems right now. Drop them, drop them. This is this shit costs money. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Look, we need to put we need, we need to put energy on oh, coach energy up there to draw some more beans. <laughs> uh, oh, you know, Josh was on a roll. Like he was for that reason, avoidance also. Not because not just because, you know, some people, yeah, they may not be heard, 
But other people, they don't want to talk about it because they want, they're trying to avoid it because they know it's not going to make them, you know, it's not going to put them in like the best light. And so they don't want to talk about it. So their new person doesn't have to find that ugly thing out about them. So that's another reason. Yeah. 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 Hey, I I have this term. It's called emotionally naked. Emotionally naked. People are scared to go there. Okay. Especially in relationships standpoint, because it's the most vulnerable place you can go emotionally in a relationship. It is. It's, it's second to being physically naked with your partner. It's, it's second to that. Because there's a lot of insecurities that go along with that part. But yeah. you think about, you know, having to express to your partner something that scares you to say, right? Like that scares you and gives you anxiety to say to yourself. If you think about saying that to someone else, that's the most that's the most vulnerable place you can be in because you don't even know what that person's gonna say back to you. Right. Like you don't gonna know what that person's gonna how they face gonna look, how they respond. Like that's that's the other thing about facial expressions, right? Like if somebody's being vulnerable with you, they may be crying, they may be very emotional. Like you need to stonewall that. Like your face need to be tight. <laughs> like, like, like your face need to be tight. Like your hands need to be like clenched up. Like, like that needs to be the standpoint where you can't even cry in that moment. <laughs> because yep. if anything is off. Yep. About that moment for that person that you say they, they jacked up like that is that is Dying. completely messed them up. Yep. Like it ain't most people that's don't know true. that. Most people don't that's know true. that. That's why most people don't get that far. Like that's why most people don't get that far. Like, and I mean far by like being emotionally naked, like really expressing how they really feel, because that is a deep fear about doing that with a person that you don't even know is gonna. Like, really be there in that moment with you. Like, that's scary. Like, it is. Shout out to the lovers. Shout out to the lovers, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, it, yeah, this is what they're going to go by the video. The, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Shout out to the lovers, y'all. Little Bay you, on the team. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. So honestly, this is a great point to start, like wrap this up, right? So hopefully, you know, everybody got a lot out of this um, particular perspective. Um, so please, you know, add to this perspective, like, comment, all that great jazz. Again, adding perspective with Josh. I'm Josh. Coach Energy. Aphrodite. Black Energy. Oh, he did yeah. sarcastic. Yeah. Drop it. Oh, that's what we're doing today. <laughs> that's a that's dope what- name.